You're listening to FemRock, a podcast from 88.1 WKNC-FM, North Carolina State University student-run radio station. FemRock is an intersectional feminist podcast series addressing topics related to local music. It explores the experiences of underrepresented genders in the local music scene of North Carolina. FemRock seeks to promote bands and artists who identify as female, non-binary, and gender non-conforming. There is often a discrepancy in the representation of different genders and identities in the mainstream music scene, with cisgendered white men being vastly overrepresented in the majority of media. The purpose of FemRock is to create a space and an outlet for individuals and groups who may be overlooked in this regard. Today's episode of FemRock features an interview with Sarah Schmader, the founder of the Saving Space Showcase, which is a twice-monthly music series that features three local musicians, bands, and DJs with one or more member who identify as female, non-binary, queer, or as a person of color. Shows will alternate between Durham, Raleigh, and Chapel Hill and will only be booked at venues with gender-neutral bathrooms that are commonly recognized safe spaces. 100% of the profits from each showcase goes to a triangle-based nonprofit. If you are interested in getting involved with the showcase, co-promoting, have a suggestion for triangle-based nonprofits, have a bill idea, or have any other questions, please shoot an email to burnsweetbooking at gmail.com. For additional podcast episodes from WKNC, be sure to follow WKNC 88.1 FM on the iTunes store, as well as our SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com slash WKNC 881. Enjoy listening. 88.1 WKNC. This is DJ Thunder Thighs. I'm DJ DX. I am The Fuzz. And I'm Sarah Schmader with Saving Space Showcase. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Saving Space Showcase. So, Sarah, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah, I grew up in Virginia. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia, originally <laughs> near Virginia Beach. Salt life. <laughs> <laughs> I went to college in Central Virginia as well and did college radio and did some booking of a... Um, festival that we had there as well and then I had a friend a couple friends from camp when I was younger that were born and raised in Durham and I was looking for somewhere cool to move that wasn't too far and Durham seemed pretty cool so I've been here for about five years now so uh, what were your favorite um, artists and bands growing up like oh man I went through so many different phases I'm not going to leave out the really embarrassing ones like My Chemical Romance and Green Day and MSI, all that stuff. I was so into MSI when I was younger. I thought I was so cool. Um, but I got a little more into some different stuff in high school. I was really into Huggy Bear, La Tigre, you know, Bikini Kill. Ah. P.S. Elliot, I was a big P.S. Elliot fangirl. I still am. Um, we were mentioning Fish Dad earlier, mm-hmm. a new local band on the scene, and they sound just like P.S. Elliot. Um, so, yeah, all that kind of stuff. I was really into folk punk in high school, like Planet X Records stuff. Yes, um, I loved still folk kinda punk. Am. Yeah, so uh, Ghost Mice Defines Ohio, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Right on. Um, so, like, was there sort of, like, any sort of defining moment when you knew that, like, music was something you really wanted to get into? Yeah, yeah. I think that I studied journalism in college, um, which is something I wanted to be a music writer for a really long time, and also graphic design. But when I got into college radio, <laughs> and it was taking up a lot of my life, and kind of doing some booking there, and also having a show, and... I just kind of realized that's where my passion was for that, um, to be helping bands and working with bands and organizing mm-hmm. events and all that stuff. So, yeah. So uh, when did you first become involved with the music scene in well, Durham? 
When I, okay, so I moved here. I worked at the Federal in Durham for a couple of years, and then a family friend bought Local 506, and I got the call that was like, hey, do you want to come do some local booking and promoting and bartending? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, just come work for a rock club with no experience? That, yeah, <laughs> that's my dream job. I can do that, I guess. <laughs> um, so I was there for about two years, and I was doing, like, the local matching the local talent with the touring acts mostly and then running all the socials and was also, that's where I kind of dipped in a little bit into putting together some local bills um, to fill some of the nights where there weren't touring acts. Five of six doesn't have stuff all week. So it's like, okay, well there's so much local music here. We can start doing, we had three, three at three. So we had three local bands on Sundays for three bucks or something. Um, So just like, figuring out different ways to get more local bands in there, um, along with Steven, who's still the TM there. Um, tour, I'm sorry, talent buyer, not tour manager. Um, so we were both really hoping to get more local bands in there um, and kind of keep that going because it's always had kind of a reputation of helping out local bands, and they're still doing a great job with it's, that. It's in the name. Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, I, have a, I have a question. Sure. Um, so you mentioned, like, going from listening to MCR to La Tigre and like that sort of transition, I guess. I don't know if you would call it that, but like, is that about when you started to realize kind of like, I guess the theory of the saving space showcase is mm-hmm. saving space for people who are generally underrepresented. So is that like when you started to realize um, those people were being underrepresented or was it like, was there a turning point or a was it gradual? Bit. I will, I will say that came a little later. I mean, I had I always mm-hmm. had an appreciation for, um, non-white cis dudes in music you know that was always something that I appreciated and knew I wanted to give time to but it wasn't really until I heard I heard like the echo from the local music community here um that this was something that was important and there were so many different people that are trying to do the same sort of thing and the um to the front music alliance and girls rock and manifest and all those awesome people so I wanted to have a hand in that like for what I could do to help that a little bit yeah. Cool. Yeah. So how did you get involved with, uh, or when did you start working at Burn Suite booking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Burn Suite. Um, so <laughs> I had been at the Indie, gosh, probably 10 months-ish, and I was still going to shows all the time, but I wasn't, felt like I wasn't doing anything, and I missed booking, and so I had this full-time job, and I didn't really need any, like, extra, I don't know, I, I couldn't do something as big as working at shows, like I couldn't bartend at a venue and be up till 2 a.m., I couldn't... Uh, really be a promoter either so I, I wanted to do something that could I could do from the sidelines and in the evenings and also be helping out um, the local musicians that I'd built relationships with because mm-hmm. I had had some people come to me like hey is this it like what are we <laughs> you're just done you're just gonna like hang up your booking coat and like mm-hmm. go work at the indie which is awesome I love my job and I've really come into it in the past two years but it felt like something was missing and I wanted to kind of stay um, helping somehow mm-hmm. So Burn Suite is kind of up on the shelf for right now, but I booked um, a big tour for Youth League, Wells. Um, I did his first tour. Um, FS, who's based in Raleigh, and some stuff for Body Games. So I, I got like a, a few bigger tours, and then I was like, okay, this is really time-consuming for not a lot of money, <laughs> which everyone that ever does booking will tell you. <laughs> um, so that's essentially how that started, and is kind of, like I said, on the on the shelf for right now as I'm concentrating mm-hmm. on the showcase. Time-consuming, stress-inducing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and which is great. Like Some of these are really awesome tours, um, but when you're booking, when you're clocking 40, 50 hours booking a tour, and I took 10% because I was always like, okay, 
I want you guys to make money. I'm not doing this for money. Mm-hmm. But then when it got advancing the shows and sending the promotional stuff and making the tour posters yeah. and putting 40, 50 hours into a tour and then getting $8 out of that tour was just oh. like, <sighs> I love it, but I don't love it that much. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it, that, that was kind of where that came to a head a little bit. So uh, what's your favorite part of booking shows and promoting bands? I really love the process of watching some of these bands come up. You know, I've worked with some of these bands for like Wells has blown up and it's so cool to watch. And Cosmic Punk and all these bands that have kind of come together in the past few years and having the littlest part of helping their um, Mm -hmm. career grow in the triangle however I can. You know, it's like... One show, one little show could turn into something so much bigger. And I get to say one day, like, when Wells is on the cover of Noise, you know, like, whatever. Whenever he yeah, blows yeah. up, <laughs> I just say, hey, I booked his first tour. That's really cool. You know, or Daddy Issues, when I worked with them a little bit back in the day. You know, I'd, I put together a bill when I was still at 506. That was Daddy Issues, Pie Face Girls, Wyaz, and, um, oh, who was the last one? Oh, um, oh, man, they're from Winston. Anyway, anyway. It was a really great all-girls bill, and yeah. and now I get to be part of that show, and people will still be like, hey, do you remember that time when you had that awesome bill? I was like, yeah, that ruled. So, yeah, just just helping and putting on fun shows that people have, have fun at, basically. Yeah. So how did the Saving Space Showcase uh, come together? And also maybe, like, an introduction for people. Sure, maybe. yeah. So mm-hmm. the Saving Space Showcase is a... <laughs> I was just trying to figure out an easier way to make this spiel shorter the other day when I was explaining it to someone, but there's no way. Um, Good. So, <laughs> like, you will listen to me Take explain this. Take up your space. That's right. Take yeah. your time. Yeah. Lord, and this, yeah, this, this description takes up space. Um, <laughs> so it's a twice-monthly showcase of three North Carolina-based bands with at least one member who identifies as non-binary, POC, uh, queer, or female. And generally, I'm having them alternate between Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of trying to try out different venues um, along the way with that as well. And each of the um, proceeds from each showcase go to a triangle-based nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I guess that's easiest. (laughs) So they're every every other Wednesday, I guess. First and last Wednesday of each month is what I'm shooting for. Cool. I was kind of curious... Uh, I guess this is skipping ahead a bit for y'all, but I was kind of curious about how you like find bands Mm -hmm. that you select for the showcase and also how you find the organizations and nonprofits that get supported by the shows. Right. I have um, elicited a bunch of help from various, there's so many, back to the organizations that are doing all this amazing work. I've taken some of the band ideas from Manifest that happened a few months back Mm -hmm. and bands that are playing from Girls Rock, like Fruit Snack, and um, there's just so many really awesome people that are putting together these lists and just asking. I mean, when I was looking for the nonprofits, I posted on Facebook and I was like, which nonprofits in the triangle aren't getting enough attention? And can we get them attention? You know, because I, I love and give money to and want to help Planned Parenthood and ACLU as much as I can. But there's also these little triangle nonprofits that are struggling, yeah. <laughs> you know, struggling a lot more than the bigger ones. Um, so... I was asking, you know, who needs help? Who needs help? And just asking your friends and asking other people in the industry or the community, and they'll tell you. And people want to talk about their friends' bands, and people want to talk about nonprofits that they're passionate about. Um, 
So yeah. I was so excited to see Inside Out on oh, um, man. They're near and dear to my heart. Yeah, oh, I was good. on their board in high school. Oh, great. And okay. they're such a great organization. Yay. I'm so, yeah. I was so excited to discover them. Yeah, I'm really I hope that some of them come out. I just uh, emailed them the other day and was like, Hey Pinnacle All Ages, please come. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Body games. I'm like number one body games fangirl. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, very cool. So was there um we kind of touched on this earlier was there a moment when it all came together that you knew you know there was a discrepancy in the bands that were being represented Mm -hmm. and that you wanted to like step in and do something sure i mean uh the election i'm not sure if anyone's heard (laughs) that we got a new president recently Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i had been talking to a few different friends of mine that are musicians or promoters in the area and it's just so easy to feel so helpless in times like this and especially like i had learned a lot and made a lot of realizations about my own privilege of like, okay, I am a cis white straight female with a lot of connections in the area. I need to do something to put that to work um, for others. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is, this is something I can do. I can book, I can book easily. I can put this money in a different direction. These musicians want to help and everyone's broke. We don't have, you know, we can't give hundreds and hundreds of dollars to nonprofits. So I wanted it to become a sort of thing where these kids are going to these shows anyway. You know, this is part of your routine as it is. Like, this is a bill that's awesome and you want to go to it. And you may not even know that we raised $531 for Interact last week, you know, because they just came. Like, hey, this is a cool bill. We're going to walk into this venue and go to it. So I wanted something. We don't. It's it's a shame to say that it needs to be made easy Mm -hmm. to some people to give back to nonprofits. But it is, you know, they need to be they're giving without even thinking about it. Um, and so are the musicians, you know, they are volunteering their time. Um, I mean, the first, the first showcase, it was hailing outside and two of my bands were coming from Carborough. Um, so Organos and the Worms, who are both made of amazing, wonderful people, drove through the hail and were volunteering their time and pulling all their gear into the pin hook <laughs> and still had smiles on their faces because they're awesome people and they wanted mm-hmm. to give back. And all of it's just about giving back, giving my time, they're giving their time, you know. For a good cause. Okay. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break uh, for some messages from our donors, but uh, keep it locked and we'll be right back. 88.1 WKNC. This is DJ Thunderthighs. This is DJ DX. And I'm the Fuzz on the No Dudes Power Hour here with Sarah Schmader of Saving Space Showcase and Burn Sweet Booking. Yes. It's a lot of alliteration. I like it. It's, it's good though, sorry, okay. I know you didn't name yourself, so. But um, you just heard uh, Dude, Your GF Sucks by Pie Face Girls. <laughs> yes. And before that was Haha, I Knew This Would Happen by Cosmic Punk. Both are artists that have been featured on the Saving Space Showcase bill. That's right. Yes, and Cosmic Punk just played a Fridays on the Lawn last weekend at WKNC, which was lit. Good band, good band. <laughs> Great band. Okay, so we're going to continue with the interview. We've been talking to Sarah about her project, the Saving Space Showcase, which seeks to create a space in music for underrepresented peoples. <laughs> <laughs> so um, are there any artists locally or nationally, Saving Space or not, um, that you're really excited about right now? Sure, yeah. So I, um, of course, the new Kendrick Lamar album. It <laughs> needs to be mentioned. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that today a lot. Um, locally, um, Gown 
is I'm working with them I on yeah. I saw them at Manifest. I haven't been able to see any of their like music stuff though. I haven't seen them live yet, and I'm working with them on hopefully getting them on a showcase in the coming months. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in talks. Um, but so that's a band I'm excited about. I've heard amazing things about. Same thing with a fitness woman also in Ooh. talks with them. Um, Organos and Faults have a split coming out on 420. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> Happy 420. Yeah, that I'm excited to hear more from. Indeed mm-hmm. just premiered a song off of it yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday two days ago. Um, so what else? Nationally, Girl Pool's got a new album coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually still working through some of the albums I really enjoyed from last year um, mm-hmm. because, uh, I don't know, I just I haven't been on, on top of my yeah. national music lately. <laughs> um but I've been really into Lucy Dacus and her album from last year. And um, what else? Uh, oh, man, I'm blanking now. Oh, Car Seat Headrest, Pine Grove. <laughs> I'm still doing all that stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm sure more will come to me shortly. I'll just yell them out. <laughs> yeah, just shout them out anytime. Yeah. <laughs> that Lucy Dacus album is so yeah, good. Is it Did I pronounce it? Is it I, don't I don't know. We I never know. know I'm sorry, yeah. but I've mispronounced so many. The band No Dudes names, Power sure. Hour is not a pronunciation right. based show. And she's um. from Richmond. I forgot to mention that, which is really cool. Nice. I, was, I went to college outside of Richmond. And so local to you. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So going a little bit away from music, mm-hmm. have you noticed any local or community activism lately that has inspired you? Yes, absolutely. So many people are doing so many cool things. One is happening this weekend. Um, Stomp Hate Weekend, put on by Death to False Hope Records. Um, Scotty's a good friend of mine. He runs that. And he's partnering with Abominable Electronics to put out um, pedals. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so that's this weekend. And it's all bands tonight, all day tomorrow. I'm not sure if there's any on Sunday, but all of the proceeds are going to the ACLU, which is huge. Nice. Um, and he's been doing this every weekend. For, sorry, Scotty, I don't know how long, a long time. Um, <laughs> so I'm really, and it, it's really well attended, and all the proceeds are going to ACLU. And then the Ponysaurus um, concert mm-hmm. that's coming up, which I believe the proceeds are also going to ACLU. Heck yeah. Um, and let's see, what else is going on? Really a big fan of what Seize the Stage is doing. I'm excited to see what else they uh, have mm-hmm. on the horizon for that because um, there's never going to be enough people that are trying to, to do the same mission of raising some visibility for non-cis white straight views <laughs> of course so, those are a few of them yeah very cool so uh when is the next saving space showcase next one is on wednesday very excited um it's going to be real dad who's my friend nolan um based out of durham and he's got he has i'm blanking on her name but the girl that he performs with is really awesome too but i cannot remember her name do you know it anyone know it here no okay Sorry. Anyway, that's okay. They're different people. Um, Sunny Slopes, um, who is Casey Cook, who's uh, mm-hmm. really awesome. And it's her kind of newish project. I think they played a show last week, a couple weeks ago. So I'm excited to check that out. And then Body Games, um, who are friends of mine and have been super awesome and supportive of this whole thing. And they are revealing a Disney cover that I'm very excited about. Ooh. And Dax won't tell me what it is. Um, <laughs> but I'm really hoping it's something from The Little Mermaid, personally. He told me it's not Powerline from the Goofy oh. movie. Um, Dang. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Goofy movie <laughs> is such an underappreciated Disney movie. Honestly. It's really. So I mean, good. I listen to Powerline maybe too often for a 26-year-old. <laughs> but it's really good. So. There's no such thing as too often. Right. <laughs> Um, I, I honestly, I have to say, mm-hmm. I hope it, Mulan would be a second choice for um, me. Something from that. There's that would so be amazing. many good ones. Um, oh no, what's it called? The one from Hercules that yeah. Meg sings. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good 
I don't, I don't know what they have it's up like, their sleeve. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be lit. Whatever. We'll just have to find out. Oh, yeah. The pin hook. Sorry. Okay. Pin hook. Mm-hmm. Seven bucks. Uh, starts at nine. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any, is there anything else you're working on? Any future projects yes. you want to yes. talk about? We can talk a little bit about what's on the horizon. Um, so, <laughs> what's cool about this thing is it's mostly booked out through August. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, nice. uh, get fill some holes there. Like, not all the bills are entirely done, but... Mm-hmm. Um, just in general, I'm doing, working on a collab. I'm trying to do more co-presenting with people. Mm-hmm. So, like, Potluck presented the first one. And it makes it a little bit easier to get some more exposure and have some people um, be pushing the flyer and the event and such. And then also having the bands from that label or that collective on the showcase. Um, so I'm working with one, uh, with Scotty from DTFH uh, Records, who's also doing the Stomp Hate Weekend um, for one. In July, um, looking to have dollar signs come in town from Charlotte, who are good friends of mine. Mm. Um, and then my friend Josh, who does no nine to five music um, that I've worked with a little bit on and off over the years. We are looking to do um, one at the Pin Hook to raise money for Black Space, and um, that's going to be um, just like four rappers, which is going to be nice. awesome. So, and gosh, next month I'm going to have my first one at Ruby Deluxe. I'm excited about that. Mm. Um, we love Ruby. Both, yeah. And I've got uh, Zensa Fly on that one, and I'm really yes. excited because she's yes, like, queen. Yeah. <laughs> I was really happy that worked out. Uh, so I'll really reveal the rest of that. She's um, so cool. I know. I met her in person the other night. I hope she's, this is embarrassing if she's listening, but I met her in person. She's like, you're just so cool. You're so <laughs> no, cool. No, I had a very like, okay. similar experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the general gist that I've gotten from everyone right. and their interactions with her. Double Barrel was amazing with Sense yes. Fly. Yeah. Night two, she killed it. The cookout the song, two, everyone's two. favorite. Oh my gosh, <laughs> truly a North Carolina classic. Really, staple. really, yeah. <laughs> Change. So, would you say there's a lot of um, genre diversity in the yeah. Saving Space Showcase? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm trying to do more. Like mm-hmm. the first few were like kind of alt rocky, like. I don't know. No one ever likes when I call their genre or something, but you know, um, there were some like rock shows and then I'm trying to switch it up a little bit more. There's so much that I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also working with, um, Will from to live a lie records who does like kind of like grindy metally stuff, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not as familiar with as I used to be. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing with the co-presenting is, um, working with people that know the genre more mm-hmm. that can help me find the bands that are relevant to that. So especially like, I'm just not as on top of local music as I used to be, and I'm slowly moving back into that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so having the co-presenting and having people help me mm-hmm. <laughs> find other bands for these multiple genres. Like, I'd really like to do a noise one, you know, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, you know, figuring it out slowly <laughs> who I need to be, you know, if I people reach out. So, yeah, yeah, just trying to kind of widen it up as much as I can. I really want to do one with the Kraken out in Chapel Hill. Um, like, it's, like, out of white, like, this is awesome bar. If you haven't been there, it's it's just like out in the country. And I want to do a bluegrass one because a lot of the like Ooh. older bluegrass folks that hang out there have spoken up. Like, hey, we really mm-hmm. want to play this. Like, that sounds awesome. Aww. That'd be great. So it's all over the place. <laughs> all sorts of different genres. One of my favorite. I'm sorry. You mentioned bluegrass. Mm-hmm. And I so I was living in Seattle a couple like a summer or two ago. Mm-hmm. And there was a bluegrass band of like women that are like our age and it was like i'd never seen anything like it before and i was like totally obsessed that band is hedgehag and they rule um obviously out in seattle so like not local or anything (laughs) but i just love the idea of like 
bluegrass revival. Yeah. I think I'm probably the only one, but there's something. Yeah, and there's some. Well, no, if you, if you met Allison Hesse, that girl is about some bluegrass. Oh <laughs> so God. she's kind of helped me uh, get a little more turned on to that genre. Um, and she did. She's got her kind of thumb on who's who's doing what the youngins are doing the bluegrass. <laughs> there's some young, you know. Younger women that are doing it here too, like Sarah. Well, Sarah Shook's not bluegrass, that's not fair. But, you know, I'm trying to get her on one eventually. She's a good friend of mine. Um, and she's part of Manifest as well. I love Sarah Shook. Yeah. She's, she's blowing up. Oh, yes, she is. She's a wonderful human. Yeah. Did y'all see? I saw, I didn't get to read it, but the She Shreds article yeah. on. Ugh. And Rolling, yeah, she got on a Rolling Stone list of like one of the most, pro- no big deal. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> The BBC, the BBC right. featured her in something yeah. too. She's, yeah. She's so cool. Yeah, she's great. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and listen to some more tunes, but then we'll be back with more of the interview. 88.1 WKNC. This is DJ Thunderthighs. I'm DJ DX. I am The Fuzz. And I'm Sarah Schmader. (laughs) And you're listening to the No Dudes Power Hour. We've been talking to Sarah this past hour about uh, the Saving Space Showcase, which is a super cool musical series, music series (laughs) in the Triangle basically dedicated to getting more representation um in music and also getting more funding for uh local nonprofits. That's right yes so um i guess first off do you want to do some shout outs to you yeah, sure <laughs> i have so many shout outs um so shout out to indie week which is my wonderful nine to five job <laughs> career um that's very patient with me having this side hustle situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my boss is super, super supportive and all my coworkers are super supportive and that's really cool. And I'm lucky to have that sort of um, situation for a job instead of going to a job that I hate and having them not like my hobbies. <laughs> so shout out to Indy, shout out to Kim Register, who um, has been super helpful with basically letting me do this at her venue whenever I want. <laughs> she did the first one and she's been really awesome working with me, even helping build some of these bills and give me ideas and hopefully have bad friends on one of the showcases soon. Mm. So yeah. Um, shout out to her for being wonderful. WKNC loves the pin hook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of my friends that have come out to these showcases, which is like kind of a thing when you're not sure if you're going to like the bands and a lot of my friends aren't as into going out to shows as I am, um, so shout out to my friends who have showed up to these things um, and not really having much of an idea of what kind of music they're gonna be, but coming out anyway to be supportive. So shout out to all those good folks. Yeah. Uh, so now it's time, did uh, The Fuzz and DJ DX, do y'all have any more serious questions before we continue, mm. no? What is the meaning of life? <laughs> <laughs> no, just no. No? Okay. Fun question time. Okay. I wouldn't have answered that seriously anyway. (laughs) The meaning of life is pizza. Yep. Um, All right. Okay. So, Sarah, um, if you had to pick one rock star, alive or dead, to hang out with for the day, who would it be and why? Okay. Um, I catch a lot of flack for this, but (laughs) Courtney Love is one of my heroes. I love Hole, so. Yes. Yeah. And... So that her and I'm sure it would just be a complete wreck of a day. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if we would um, live through it, live through this. <laughs> no, anything. Okay. Uh, um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, her. She's always. I mean, I've, I've I have her um, autobiography like signed by her. It's like my prized possession. And nice. yeah, so um, yeah, it would be Courtney Love probably. Yep. This might be a controversial question. Mm-hmm. Do you think she did it? 
<laughs> I got in the most heated argument about this with some bro on Facebook the other day. Know, like bro was, argument. Yeah. You know what guys love to do? Mansplain about Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? That's mm-hmm. guys like to do that. And Radiohead. Um, so n- no, I don't think she did it. And if you guys have read anything or watched any of the movies, um, no, she totally didn't do it. Fine. Well, okay. We'll leave it at that. Feel (laughs) strongly. So, um, okay. If you were a dessert, what kind of dessert do you think you would be? Oh, man. (laughs) This can be a hard one. There's so many good desserts in the world. My answer would be tiramisu because... Okay. I'm just... Y'all get answered, too. I was giving her a minute to... Okay. Tiramisu's good. No, yeah, that is good. I have have some trauma associated with tiramisu because I had to make it in high school home ec and I really messed it up and got a bad grade, so... Oh, man. (laughs) I feel like home ec in any... Like, all home ec experiences are bad. Really? Yeah, they they really are. It's not kind of this class. Anyway, um, I, I think I would probably be one of those... Big um, puffy cookies from Harris Teeter, like the Easter cookies. I love those. They're cookies. like sugar cookies yes. on steroids, but yeah. they're soft. And yes. They, like, oh, with fall the big apart. thick yes. icing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the sprinkles. Good. They get a lot yeah. of flack on social media. Why? What do they I do don't know. People them? think they're like tasteless. I think something. they're they are controversial as well. People that say yeah. that are tasteless. <laughs> True. Shots fired. Yeah. I like those cookies too. <laughs> I think I. I think I would be an apple pie. What would you guys be? Accurate, a classic. Yeah, that's Yvonne. I I do, and it's also the only thing that I am (laughs) good at making. DJ DX makes hella pies. Yeah, hella pies. It's a good choice. I haven't had an apple pie in a long time. What about you? What would your dessert be? I don't know. I'm so boring. Like, um, (laughs) I don't even eat dessert. I don't know. Like, probably like a cookout. Well, no, because I don't (gasps) pick what I normally eat the most. But like, my friend uh, got a. Reese's Oreo cookout milkshake and it was very good and I started copying her and now I like cannot stop. I mean, I don't get them all the time, but right. when I do go, that is the only one that I will get at all. Yeah. But I don't know though. I don't know what I would be. Probably yeah, either that or like some, like vanilla ice cream or like a chocolate chip cookie, like something boring. First chocolate chip cookies are yeah. so good. <laughs> okay. You think that one was superior? Okay. I'll just cut myself off next time. <laughs> Definitely the milkshake. Yeah. Mm-mm. Love a good cookout shake. <laughs> so um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but uh, what's your favorite Disney flick? So I actually, I don't know if I can actually say it's it's goofy movie. Maybe it is. <sighs> I have this, it's hard. Okay, this is difficult for, for me from a very deep place because mm-hmm. I have a very extensive VHS collection. Nice. I have like 40 Disney VHSs like in a cabinet at my house. Um, yeah. But wow. my favorite, honestly, I'd have to say The Little Mermaid. Like let me go old school mm. with it. Um, not a big condoner fan of uh, her, you know, living her whole life, and yeah. then you know I'm going to turn into a human because this guy's kind of cute. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, no, um, you know, the songs are cute, right? The animation's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I've been working through um, Aristocats too. That's a, that's that a one's fun. so good. Mm. Yeah, Little Mermaid's definitely up there because she was my she was my Disney princess when I was younger. Aww. That was my choice. Yeah, my younger sister. I kn- my I don't think my mom would ever admit to this, but. My youngest sister's name is Vanessa, mm-hmm. and I straight up think it came from. So in the in the book version of, yeah. I don't think they mention it in the movie, but in like the book version of it, the evil witch when she turns into like a girl or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. her name is Vanessa, oh. and I I straight up think that's where my sister's that's name came of from. But neat. I don't think my I don't think I don't think my 
mom would ever admit to it. I'm just going to name you when the evil sea witch turns into a human. That sounds like a good... Like, it's a good name, but it's like, if that's what it came from, right. that's kind of... Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's funny Vanessa Ann Hudgens, though. But anyway. Yeah. Dude. I love Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Oh, Hot take. Hot take. So, that uh, is about all of our questions. Um, Sarah, are there any other words you'd like to leave our listeners with on this beautiful Friday afternoon? Yeah. Um, you guys go like, follow, share, uh, saving space stuff. Um, I really like booking. I am not good at building a brand and I'm openly admitting that. <laughs> so, uh, go share it, go support it. Um, if you would like to turn into that, <laughs> so, what are you going to say? If you want to learn more about Saving Space Showcase, feel free to look them up on Facebook. Yes. They have so many events, so many sick lineups, and support your local music scene. Yeah. And your local nonprofits okay, and yes. your local underrepresented artists. And if anyone's listening that wants to play, um, email me or message me on the uh, Saving Space Facebook, pretty please, because... Mm-hmm. I'm eventually going to run out of bands, unfortunately. <laughs> so let me know. I, I want to hear bands I haven't heard of before. Um, there's stuff I know I'm missing. So. And if you're just now tuning in and missed the interview, it will be available on WKNC's podcast channel and on our SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash WKNC881. We have a ton of really cool stuff with really cool local artists on there. So y'all should check it out if you would like. Thunderthighs is the podcast queen, if you weren't aware. I don't think we really <laughs> emphasize that very often on No Dudes Power Hour, but it's the truth. Love me some podcasts. Love me some local music. Thank you so much, Sarah, Thank for you. being here with us Fun. today. <laughs> We're going to close it out with um, Sad 13, Fixing Us. So <laughs> keep it locked to WKNC. This is the No Dudes Power Hour. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode of Femrock. DJ Thunderthighs, DJ DX, and The Fuzz host a weekly radio show on 88.1 WKNC-FM called the No Dudes Power Hour. Like Femrock, the No Dudes Power Hour seeks to create a space and an outlet for underrepresented genders to share their experiences. It is every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. on WKNC, and the No Dudes Power Hour features music only from women, non-binary, and gender non-conforming artists. If you have a suggestion for a podcast episode for Femrock or have songs to recommend for the No Dudes Power Hour, feel free to send them to podcast at wknc.org.